one of the greatest things about YouTube is that there's no barrier to entry. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter like what you have going on. You can do YouTube as long as you can record a video and put it up. You don't need to have any previous experience. You need to have a lot of money. You don't need to have great equipment. You don't even need to be like a natural in front of the camera. You just have to get started. And today's guest do exactly that. They're going to show us how anyone can start their own business online, starting with YouTube. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on, their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. Oh man, ladies, I'm super pumped to be here and to be joining you once again for our, our weekly hangout, our little chatty chat that we do to stay connected and informed and inspired to make our lives better and future-proof our income in our lives with a little, little help from our, our friends over at the at the YouTubes. <laughs> Lots of going on here. Just trying to catch up the studio. Like, it's one of those weird things about moving, because I've done it a lot. It's one of those weird things about moving is that, like, there's just so much to take in when you're a creator. Like, there's so much I have to think about when I'm setting up my office and my desk. Like, I have to make sure that, like, it's all super beautiful, because you never know when parts of your house are going to be on camera. And I have to think about, like, where my webcam is and, like, what's going on behind me and still not look horrible and gross and tacky with cables and tripods everywhere. It's a thing. It's a, it's a, it's totally a YouTuber problem. Super unique to women, I think, because we like to have things pretty. Um, but that's what I've been dealing with. Like, how do I set up my life to function? Because this is like my forever home. So like, this is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to be hanging out for the foreseeable future. So I'm really excited about it. But it's also really stressing me out. But what does not stress me out is joining you guys here because this is like my moment of zen because I love, like this is my favorite project, my favorite project. And I wrote a book. I have a business. I've got all that things. This is my favorite project and I love getting to show up for you guys every week. Hey, if you are in our Facebook group and if you're not, you should go find us, Women of YouTube, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Women of YouTube. Um, I have decided to expand our base of knowledge. We're going to be having guest admins in the group. I haven't quite figured out a name for them. Um, we did last week, we had Meredith Marsh. She was on this podcasting. She's episode number eight. If you want to go check her out, she's the vid pro mom. And she just like absolutely crushed it while taking over for the week for me while I was getting my move situated, launching my book and all that stuff. And I'm going to start doing twice a month. We're going to have a guest admin and she's going to be just this badass woman who's doing a lot to help people with it comes to YouTube. And so um, we have just a bunch of really cool guests that are going to be coming on and I can't wait to share them with you. And I think that you should join the group so you can learn from them. They're going to be manning things like office hours, asking questions, doing posts and content, all that good stuff that we do over in that group. And I can't wait to see how they help you because I'm just one person with one perspective with my own set of training and skills and they have their own and they're going to bring such a great diversity, I think, to the education you guys are going to be getting. So definitely head over to that Facebook group. Again, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. You can find it over in the show notes, which is at womenofyoutube.com. 
So today's guests are actually two. We have Jewel and Yurit over from Estino Artists over on YouTube. I hope I said that right. Again, head to the show notes for more information. They have their channel dedicated to teaching creatives and entrepreneurs how to grow their business and establish a solid presence online. Because if you have a solid presence online, you're going to make you some money. And there's just no, kind of like no way to deny that. And they're going to show you how you can do it right and quickly so that you can accomplish your goals. We had just a really great talk about like what they've been doing, how they've been like handling their business through COVID, how they're helping other businesses and other people with like future-proofing their income because of COVID. We just talked a lot about quarantine and the importance of having a really good YouTube community to help lift each other up and encourage each other to come out ahead no matter like what unknown things are ahead of us. I hope you enjoy this and let's do this. Welcome to the show. I'm really excited because this one is a twofer. We're going to talk to Jewel and Orit about what it's like on YouTube for them. How, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, Desiree. All right, so like we always start, why YouTube? Take it away. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I first founded YouTube um, for us in 2011, and I just, I felt it was the future. Back then, 10 years ago, nine years ago, I saw it and at the time it was all, you know, stupid kind of videos, cat, like I uploaded my fair share of stupid videos. Uh, I did like lyric music videos back when I used to work at McDonald's, I used to do videos of me going down the slide. Like I used to do like really fun stuff on there, but I saw that this was going to be the future and video. I was really drawn to video ever since I was a kid. I've always uh, liked filming with our camcorder back then and watching the videos and the, having the actual physical tape and stuff. I grew up in the 90s. So I've always been drawn to video. And so when YouTube came out, I just thought it was so cool that we could put our own stuff up there. And it, and it wasn't like, it was like not TV, but like you could still have your own control and stuff. It's like having your own TV show. Yeah, I would always refer to it as that, as having your own TV show. So how did you guys get started on your current channel? Yeah, so there, um, so we were doing so many different things. Like we started our entrepreneurial journey back in 2010 and we were trying so many different, you know, different business opportunities. We were doing like some MLM stuff. We were posting all over social media. We were, we were blogging, doing web, yeah, blogging web and websites for other creative entrepreneurs. Uh, that is our target market. Like we love being around other creative business owners, cr like created all types of different creatives. Um, so anyways, yeah, we tried all of these different things and we were posting up on all the different social media sites. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. Post on Facebook, throw up some tweets here, put up like a random video here and there on YouTube. And we discovered that like, when we would throw up a YouTube video, just without any sort of publishing schedule or anything, just randomly here and there, we would see these comments come in saying, thank you so much. You really helped me figure this out. And that was uh, particularly, that was one of our first tutorials was like a Facebook tutorial. Yeah, it was like a, it was like how to do a Facebook banner. And it was back then when Facebook had the vertical banners on the left-hand side. I'm not sure if you remember that, but oh, oh had no, those. No. I am just as OG in this as you guys are. <laughs> I, I used to call them 
uh, social media business cards and they were like, <laughs> yes. really long graphics that you had on the far left side of the screen and like you had to like line up like the logo or the icon perfectly in the square oh yeah no exactly. I, 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 I'm writing a book about all of this and I j literally just finished writing like a chapter about it and I was like reliving the past <laughs> looking at all these old designs I'm like man we've come so far <laughs> yeah it's so yeah. different now so that was like our very first tutorial was doing a tutorial on uploading it or something and it took me like eight hours to film because I was just so critical of myself and it needed to be like exactly perfect and I needed I thought I needed to be a certain way and speak a certain way uh, and be like super professional but um, yeah that was in 2015 and then we started getting uh, like a couple subscribers a week, like one or two subscribers a week. And you, back then you would get like emails for every single subscriber that you would get. And I noticed, I'm like, hey, we're not even really trying on YouTube, but we're getting like one subscriber a week. And to me, that was like amazing. And then I said to Arit, uh, I was like, hey, what if we actually tried on YouTube and if we actually put full effort? And then so we went from uploading like one video every couple months to now doing like one a week or something like that, but still very sporadic. We didn't have an actual schedule. And then we started to get more and more subscribers. And then we got to like 300 something subscribers. And then um, we actually got an email from YouTube. They were offering like a three call mentorship with someone who works at YouTube. And they did these three half an hour calls. We thought it was fake. At yeah. First. Like we getting an email from someone who says they're from YouTube. We're like, what is this real? We Googled the person's name and everything. And it was legit. <laughs> and they, yeah, they actually worked there and they said they were doing this program with new YouTubers and, uh, they saw that we were being like frequent on our channel and they wanted to give us like a three call mentorship thing. And so the, the lady that we spoke with, she mentioned to us that, you know, you need to create a schedule and upload certain kind of videos on specific days and so that people will expect uh, people to show up on that day and at that time. And she's like, think of your favorite TV show. And then you would show up on that day at that time on that channel to see that TV show. And we're like, oh, okay. And then that kind of clicked for us. And then we, all of a sudden, when we got those three calls, like we were so excited. And so we created like a schedule from Monday to Thursday, each day has a different category. And then um, from there, after the calls, we jumped to a thousand subscribers. And then we're like, oh my God, it's happening. And then we would, we, we continued on this whole time yeah. until now. And it's like, it's, it's been our bread and butter is just being consistent. Consistent is what we hammer into people all the time with YouTube. You need to be consistent. That's the thing that you need to overcome. Yeah, it's really been like baby steps. Like one thing, we, we basically followed the breadcrumbs. Like you, like we were saying, like we saw those first few subscribers come in and we doubled down on that. And then we saw more come in and we doubled down on that. So now we're at a point, well, actually, I was going to say now we're at a point where we're releasing four to five videos a week, but, but that's changed it's, since this whole COVID thing. Um, we're actually releasing three a day right yeah, now. Yeah, three a day. <laughs> so we're pumping it out just because like, I mean, we see the, that it's helping people and we want to just help more people. We're, we're seeing that it's really um, impacting them in different ways, especially now when people want to connect more with each other. They want to know more about these video conferencing things. They want to know more about um, how to make money online and find other ways to grow their business. So yeah, we just, 
we and we just pretty much doubled down on YouTube and we love it so much. It's something that really allows us to connect with our audience. So all of this is just super amazing. So I, I want to ask you a question because we're recording this, you know, I don't even want to say in the middle because we don't even know like where we're like a month into quarantine life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and I think so, over. And so, and I love what you said about how like so many people are wanting to know about different things. Like my, I, across the board, YouTubers are like my analytics or it's like, you almost think like it's broken because it's like <laughs> yeah, double, yeah. you know, two X viewership and your subs are going off the the rails and everything right now because mm -hmm. if you especially if you've had the opportunity to build like a solid library of like backlog stuff that really helps people like if you're solving problems that people have right now it's like gigantic and one of the things I love that you said is like you're talking about like streaming platforms and online summits and stuff and you made that decision to like do three videos a day I want to tell you all this right now don't do this unless you are like really committed to it and you have that yeah. kind of time, like where you're full-time YouTube in it, like this is super aspirational, but don't feel bad if you don't do this. Yeah, no, one we, thing we did we, not start with yeah, that, that's for sure. You yeah. need to have a very strong uh, habit, consistent habit. It's like, like videos and YouTube is like brushing teeth for us now. It's very natural. And I have to say that it's two pre-recorded and one live stream. So the live stream is kind of like the easier one. Cause you know, it's just, you just, press record or go live so that one we're not really editing but we are like uh we're doing this uh, episode called the quarantine life and we're showing up for people every day and we're telling them that we're still going and that they should too create new things for themselves projects like get attack something that you've been putting on the back burner for so long like this is the time literally everyone's like on pause right now but just so this is just like the wrong mentality to have like right now i think it's like the time like to double down so we were talking um before we like hopped on this call and i was telling them what i was working on and i'm putting together a summit it's called the digital inspiration summit and i talked about that um in previous episodes and i'm just like guys now is not the time to like mess around now is not the time to mourn whatever you've lost now it's time to like finally tackle all those things that you've wanted to do because like you don't have a commute you're you're yeah. um grooming time is cut down exponentially yeah and it's sort of like just use this time to like do something that you want to do and i think that actually taking youtube seriously and either if you're already doing it how can you do it better and then if you are like dabbling like how can you get serious about it and if you're thinking about it let's get you started on it exactly. because now is that time to do it and i love that you can go to youtube and find people like um jewel and reach to help walk you through this and help hold you accountable and ask them questions and stuff so i love that you guys are doing that for them thank you appreciate it when this whole thing started like mid-march i like said to Arita, i'm like okay this is a major pinnacle moment in our youtube career right now this is when we could double our subscribers because on january 1st i said that i wanted to get to 50,000 subscribers on january First, we were at like 20 something subscribers. And I was like, I want to double it. And at the time when I said it in January, I didn't know exactly how it's going to happen. Like, how are we going to so exponentially away. grow? And I was like, okay, maybe yeah. collaborations, interviews, I'll try to be more dynamic with the video. Then when this started, this started to happen and everyone migrated to online, I was like, this could be one of the major steps that is going to help us get to that point. Cause like, like you said, everyone's like analytics are through the roof right now. 
And I think it's really about perspective. Like I know that there are some people out there that are truly struggling and I, and I like my heart goes out to them and I just want to like help them and hug them. Well, I can't hug them, but like fist bump, you know, but, um, it's just one of those things like we can do this. I can get to, and like there, one of the things I love about the YouTube community is everyone's just there to help. Like they just want everyone to succeed and be helpful along the way. Um, and we're just like truly there for each other. So uh, don't, don't let things that are even beyond a pandemic, which is hopefully, and if we're lucky once in a lifetime ever happening, like, don't let this stop you from doing what you want to do. Cause Absolutely. there's just so much, there's just so much that these different things have to offer. Everything is an opportunity. It's all about how you handle it. Yeah. And that's what we've been saying on our quarantine life episodes to people is like this it's so easy to retract in this time right now. It's so easy to, you know, focus on the lack and on what's not going right, but we should be focusing on the good, on what is happening for us, on the opportunity, on what we can do, on what we do have time for now. There's so many things like being, being on lockdown, we've really discovered is that like, it's cut out the fact, it's cut out all of this extra time of the day-to-day regular life and it's really helped clarify things for us in a strange way like it's it's helped us really identify what we need to be focusing on because everything else is just extraneous to that so it's so clear to us youtube is what we're doubling down on as well as uh, building out our creative business academy that's what we're heavily working on right now ah I just love it. That's going to probably be the quote that goes on my promotions for this. Like, look at quarantine. Like, we're trimming the fat. Take it away. Yeah. All the- <laughs> I love it. It's a perfect way to describe it. It really is. Yeah. So because you have been on YouTube for so long, even if it was intermittently and sporadically, what has been some of your biggest struggles that you have faced while, you know, figuring out what you were doing here online? Uh, for me, it's been actually getting on video and talking, like being on video. Um, I, I'm i also a performing artist and singer, so I've been on video before, but in a different kind of way, like doing music videos and performance videos, totally like it comes easy to me, like I can do that, no problem. But when it came to sitting down in front of the camera and explaining a concept or um, teaching people how to do something, I like... I'm a kind of like OCDs in that I want to make sure that it comes across as clear to the other person on the other side. So I want to make sure that I'm explaining it properly. And so I had to kind of, I, that's, that was a struggle. Like I had to learn how to get out of my own head pretty much um, and stop being so critical about the way that I look or how I'm saying things um, because it really like, it was holding me back. It was making it so much harder. There was so much resistance there. And as soon as I kind of flipped the perspective and took it off of me about being, about having this be about me and instead shifted it across to this is about the viewer. This is like, how can I show up for the viewer? How can I provide value here? This person is discovering my video and they're going to learn about this concept. And I like, as soon as I shifted that and thought more about them, this is for them. It made things so much easier for me to show up. So that was a, a big struggle that I had to deal with. Jewel, did you have any struggles going through your up and coming YouTube life? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I mentioned earlier that 
my very first video took me eight hours to film and it was like a less than four minute tutorial on how to upload the <laughs> banner or something. And I was just so in my head and I remember recording it. I remember the day very vividly at the time. No, didn't have any proper gear, like didn't ha just had a netbook that could barely handle recording, could barely handle Camtasia. And everything like the picture quality was bad the audio quality was bad and I had this like full page of exact way I was going to speak and I remember recording and I would mess up on one word and then I would stop it and then delete the whole thing and then redo it and I just kept making mistake after mistake after mistake and now to think that that took me eight hours for one video now eight hours I can film like 20 videos in eight hours but just to get out of my own head, I was so critical and judgmental about myself and if I sounded correct or uh, I didn't want to make any grammatical error in my speech. And because we had, we had just come from the physical MLM world back in, you know, uh, early 2000s and uh, sorry, uh, 2010, 2012, we were very much heavily into the Vancouver MLM scene and stuff and where you had to dress up and that back then an entrepreneur was a little bit different than it is now now yeah. it's like you're in your pajamas on the computer and that's entrepreneur now <laughs> so it was to the right place in life guys <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean being on video talking I was very critical of myself initially so all right, so I got to ask. So both of you have talked about being critical of yourselves and, and hard on yourselves and trying to so hard to present this like perfect persona of yourselves. I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are listening to this that also have faced this. So I would love some tips from both of you about how you were able to work past that so that you were able to ultimately get to where you are on YouTube. I know that the number one thing is, is just time and practice, but beyond yeah. that, like, what do you recommend? So yeah, repeated exposure for sure. You have to do that. Like you have to get through all of the uncomfortableness. And But uh, what we say to people when we help them with their YouTube channels is pretend like you're speaking to a friend or mm -hmm. a family member. How would you say this video to them and do it that way? And as much as possible, be yourself. Be Don't try and be someone that you're not because that's what I was doing initially in that first video I was trying to be this professional jewel you know but I'm really you know I'm very silly I'm quirky I say weird things all the time I make mistakes when I speak and the more that you can be yourself the easier the transition is going to be and the easier it's going to be to actually film and record those videos yeah you're kind of making it harder on yourself right when you try to be someone that you're not um, so it's like, why are you putting up that extra obstacle for yourself? I know it. I mean, it's, it, we've done it before. It's kind of, it kind of came like, uh, instantly, like with a camera lens on you, you just kind of turn into someone else. <laughs> and it's, it's strange that it has to be that way. So really, um, focusing on when you're looking at the camera, just pretending that you're talking to a friend and there's nothing really official about a camera lens. Uh, it kind of just makes things a lot easier to, to deal with. Perfect. I think it's great advice all around. 
I know things were getting really heated up in this episode, but I wanted to take a quick sec and make sure that you knew about the Women of YouTube community. This is a Facebook group focused on bringing us female creators together to help with any struggles that you might be having. You can ask questions and get answers from your fellow female creators and of course, lift each other up along the way of our YouTube journeys. We also are going to have weekly office hours, monthly trainings on various topics to help you as a creator at any level. We're going to also have Ask Me Anything, some of our favorite YouTube creators, live channel reviews with TubeBuddy, and so much more. I would love it if you joined us. So please head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. I will also include a link to this group in those show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Okay, so we've talked about struggles. Let's talk about the good stuff. Like what's some of the coolest things that's happened to you guys because you're YouTubers? Oh man, there's so many <laughs> There's things. so many crazy opportunities um, that have happened. So the I read, uh, the reason why I became an entrepreneur was because I read this book in 2009 called The Secret, and it's by an author named Rhonda Byrne. And The Secret at the time was like really huge and all this kind of stuff. I created a video of me talking about how this book changed my life. Rhonda, someone on her PR team reached out to me because Rhonda was coming out with a second book called How the Secret Changed My Life. And uh, they said, oh, we, we saw your video. Rhonda loves it. She watched it and she wants to send you a copy of her second book. And I was freaking out because this book actually, like, I, I attribute that book to where I am right now. It actually changed my life. And so when I received the free copy of the book, not only was it free and I was like, it came from Rhonda. When I opened the book, it, there was a personalized written note from her that she had specifically written to me. And I just, uh, it made me cry when I did the unboxing video. <laughs> I did like an unboxing of the actual book and yeah, I was so emotional and I couldn't believe it. And I know it's not it's not like a, oh, I got like a whole bunch of money or anything, but to know that that author like saw my video and her book changed my life. It just, it's one of the, the greatest things that has happened on YouTube for me. But you know what, like the opportunities that come out of being on YouTube, a lot of them aren't necessarily like monetary. Don't get me wrong. There is like money coming from YouTube for sure. And we love that and enjoy it. But like the opportunities that are really, really meaningful and touch your heart and in, in in a different way that money can't, um, those are really special. And I, the secret is one of those things. And um, for me, like when I had my, um, or I still have my uh, YouTube music channel, and so I have a separate channel for my music uh, where I release one video a week on there. Um, I got my first uh, private paying performance gig because I was on YouTube. So um, I was like, this was early in the early stages of my music career. And I was just kind of sharing videos of me singing behind the scenes kind of stuff, stuff that was going on for me in my music career. And, um, and I actually, someone connected with me that, ha that, uh, that was connected with this other lady and this other lady was having a private party in her like penthouse suite because she was turning, I think it was like 60, it was her 60th birthday. Something really cool, a really sweet lady. And because they saw my music videos and my YouTube channel and everything, and because I had this connection with the friend, um, she actually ended up hiring me. And that was my first performance gig ever, like a private paying gig like that. And it's just, that's really cool. You get to be paid to do what you love, right? Like that, that feeling of being paid 
for doing what you love is just that first time is so, so special. So there's stuff like that. And then there's, you know, there's opportunities where we get asked to speak at conferences about YouTube, about going after what you love doing um, because people see our videos. It really adds uh, a certain level of credibility, I think. Um, and it allows people to connect with you in ways that a static website cannot or like a static post on Facebook cannot. I could not have said that better myself. Like I, I love everything about like I have no thoughts. My thoughts for me. I love when people read my mind. It makes life so much easier. <laughs> so one of the things that we always try to address on this show um, is the question of how do you deal with things that happen um, when it comes to your channel that makes you go, ugh, a man would just not have to deal with this. Why am I dealing with this? Do you have any moments like that you can share with us so that we can learn how to overcome them? Yeah, creators. <laughs> I have a story for you. Um, so we, um, some of the videos that we share on our YouTube channel is we talk about gear. Um, so we share different like pieces of gear that we love using for filming our videos and that kind of thing. You oh, know yeah. what I'm going to talk about. Um, and in this one video, I we had um, a stabilizer, so stabilizer for the camera, and. It, uh, it's like a manual stabilizer. So when you put the camera on the stabilizer, this is to make, to basically to stabilize the shot, right? To make it a smooth shot. That's what you use the stabilizer for. And it's a manual stabilizer. So you have to learn how to, um, balance to it. balance it so that it moves smoothly with the camera. So I did a tutorial on how to balance your camera with the newer stabilizer, newer as a brand, um, this newer stabilizer. And it was just like in the way that I knew how, okay? I was not using any technical language. I was not using like, it, like it was just like a casual way that I would explain it to a friend. Cause that's what we do. That's how we speak in our videos. We just talk to you like you're a friend. And when I was, when we released that, we got so many people who loved the video, but so many people who were like totally, criticizing me and making fun of me because she was female yeah, talking about was explaining it. talking about this um, photography you know like videography it's it's changing now but I think that video came out in 2017 or something mm -hmm. and generally it is a male-dominated field um, photography videography generally speaking is changing now but when Arit did this tutorial she got a whole bunch of crap from guys that were like, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about, blah, blah. And there was like fights and arguments in the comments because there were guys that actually were like, no, she did a good job explaining it. People yeah, there were, like, were battles in the comments yeah. over this video. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, it was cool because there, there were guys standing up for us, but then there were some people who were like, she has no idea what she's talking about. And they're like, it worked for me. And it was like, it was like this crazy battle. <laughs> and it still goes on to this day. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, they're just helping your video get ranked. So at that exactly. point, you're just like, exactly, it's, yeah. that, it's like those gifts. You just like sit back and eat popcorn, right? Like, yeah. take totally. it in. Why do you think it, you know, you said something kind of specific in there where it's like, you didn't know what you're talking about because you're a woman. Why do you think that mattered? Or why did you think that was, how does that make it relevant to what you were doing? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like to me, the end goal of that video is to help someone stabilize the camera, which I helped so many people do because that's what a lot of the comments had said. 
But on the other hand, people were really fixated at the fact that I was like unscrewing a screw with like a plastic knife. Cause that's what like I had lying around. I didn't actually have a screwdriver. So I was just using like a thin plastic knife. It's not instead, instead of, of a, instead of a coin, they said she should have used a, a coin. coin. And yes. I'm like, that's I'm like, so well, much better because like, you know, and, and she didn't use the, the technical terms of, the actual mechanism of the product. She was like, and this thing right here, you screw that in. And because she didn't name it properly, people were like discrediting her and that she shouldn't be teaching this and like all and, this kind of crazy talk. And so like, I, like, I'm not a videographer. I'm not someone who specializes in camera gear or anything like that. I just want to help the regular person stabilize their camera if they need to get the shot for their YouTube video. <laughs> so to me, I fulfilled that purpose and that's all that I think about and I focus on the positive comments. I don't, I just kind of laugh at the other stuff. That's like the different, that's like one, why does knowing the actual names and stuff matter? Because the majority of people don't. And it's also kind of like, I, I mean, like I took the look like, I don't anything about taxes. Like, don't ask me tax stuff. <laughs> yes. So it's sort of this idea. It's like, but if I have to explain something based on my experience, I'm going to be like the doohickey and the doodad and the form this, whatever, I don't know what it is called, but oh. the, like, it would totally be like how that, <laughs> that conversation would go. And so I can relate really hard to that because there are just some people that don't understand that we don't all speak the, the, the language of everything exactly. and it should be okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So speaking of gear and tech, let's talk about some fun stuff. So what is what some of your favorite tools for creating videos? Like how do you edit? How do you film? How do you promote your channel? Give us those details. So Camtasia is what I've used from the very beginning. Someone introduced it to me in 2011. So I've been using Camtasia since Camtasia version seven which has now evolved to Camtasia 2019. So I've gone through so many versions of that software and we have over a thousand videos on our channels and I've edited all of those in Camtasia. So that is the editing software that we recommend because it's super, we're very much about how can a person with no experience get into YouTube. So mm -hmm. I find that Camtasia is super user friendly and it can do complicated things without being too, too, too basic. Um, so and yeah, not too intimidating as well. And like, uh, Jewel has also put out like over 130 or more uh, tutorials, Camtasia tutorials on how to do different things, editing in the software. And that's all on our channel. And that's something that people really love too is, um, is just like, someone who's explaining it in a casual way how to add text to your video how to add images to your video so that's yeah that software we've been using it for years and highly recommend it to to a lot of people and our sort of like base uh gear to get someone completely from the ground started is we recommend the logitech c930e webcam and uh, this uh, microphone that we're using right now is a, a Fifine Technology USB microphone webcam. We did actually used to use the, uh, the Blue Yeti, but because we travel so much, we found that it was like way too heavy to take around. It's like you're carrying a Grammy or like some sort of Oscar, like it's a trophy. It's so heavy. Yeah, <laughs> It's so Desiree is holding up the mic, everybody. <laughs> um, and so we've, uh, changed it to this one right here which is like it's a very cheap uh, microphone but still good quality and it's uh, super portable 
and uh, just like a basic ring light. So that's kind of what we tell people to get started with is uh, those three items. And even if they don't have any gear, we tell them, use your cell phone. If you can't afford any gear, use everyone's phone that can film nowadays. And like you can do live streams on them. You can do regular recordings. You don't need to, a lot of people think that let me get all of the gear and everything first before I start the channel. And we actually actually tell them, no, start with what you have and then upgrade each piece of equipment as you get familiar with each piece of equipment. Best advice ever. I tell people I started with a webcam and a window. It's all you need. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so who are some of your favorite female creators that light you up? Um, for me, I've been following... Um, Actually, you said creators, not YouTubers, right? Because I yeah. Okay, good. So I have um, someone who I've been following for a while. Her name is Melanie Duncan. And uh, she's been in the entrepreneurial world for a long time. Like, she is someone who's helped uh, people start their, that laptop lifestyle, right? The whole work from home, be an entrepreneur, build your own business. And um, the way she explains things is really like easy to understand and she makes things that look very aesthetically pleasing and so I kind of gravitate to that whole branding thing and I really admire her and what she's built she's built up like million dollar businesses both in the e-commerce and service product service based world um, so yeah she has a YouTube channel too but she heavily um, she's heavily marketing on Instagram now um, another a youtuber that I really like is superwoman Lily oh, yeah. <laughs> she, um, yeah, I have her book, uh, how to be a boss. Um, and I just love her story. I love that she's a creative and she went after she's Canadian she, and she's Canadian. <laughs> yes. Um, and I love how she like, she just learned similar to us. Like she's learned everything on her own. Right. And just stacked bricks here and there to build her, build her empire basically to where she is now. Now she has her own like show on NBC yeah. or something crazy like that. Like that's amazing. Uh, for me, uh, I've always followed Marie Forleo. I first found her on YouTube and I've listened to her. I love her interview style videos. I love how she's also like really silly and quirky at the same time, but she's got this like business aspect to her as well. So yeah, I've, I've watched her for a long time as well. Awesome. They're all, those are all great ones, guys. Go look them up. <laughs> I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you are ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. So talk to us about business. How have you been able to build business from what you're doing on YouTube? Yeah, so we, um, we have different, um, we always diversify our, the way that we make money and we have different pillars of income. So we have online courses. Um, we also make money through affiliate marketing. So whenever we do those product reviews, we talk about gear or a product or a software that we really love. We'll put our affiliate links in the description. 
Um, we also make money from the ads, uh, that the Google AdSense revenue from our YouTube channel. Um, and also one-on-one services. Yeah, one-on-one -on -one services that we do one-on-one -on -one YouTube mentoring, um, mentor coaching services uh, where we help people start and grow their YouTube channel. Uh, I also do some design work as well for online instructors, helping them build learning materials, so PDF workbooks, ebooks, checklists, all that kind of stuff, because we understand the value behind having those kinds of materials when you're in the e-learning space. Um, so yeah, we, we basically put out all of this free content on our YouTube channel in the form of tutorials or sharing our opinions or teaching people how to do something. And then we have our links in the description that brings people back into our world. Yeah, so our YouTube channel is like our main hub uh, for everything. And it's yeah. like the Google ad revenue, then it's the affiliate income, then it's our course uh, courses um, selling on different websites and platforms, and then our one-on-one -on -one services. And yeah, we do the freemium model, so we give out free tutorials, and then we direct people to the description. Nice. And what would you think from everything that you guys have been doing with growing your business and with being on YouTube for so long and all that stuff, what do you think is one of the most important things anyone getting started with YouTube should be doing? Um, my advice would be to just focus on content creation. When you're first getting started, just focus on getting your first video out. And then once you have that out, just focus on releasing one video a week or whatever you can realistically do. Stick to a publishing schedule that you could do, one a week or one every two weeks even. Like whatever you can start off with, do that uh, because it's so critical to, to consistently be publishing content on your YouTube channel. Um, that's really going to provide a solid foundation for your growth. And then everything on top of that, that you need to learn like YouTube SEO, uh, search engine optimization, um, how to do your thumbnails, what to put in the description cards, all that kind of stuff that can all be learned and stacked on top. But the, the whole, the, um, the whole muscle that we want people to build when they first get started is to get used to producing content and releasing videos on your channel. Yeah, I totally agree with that, uh, Reet. So that is the one thing that we teach people is to throw out all that other stuff and to work that muscle of video creation. Because if you do not have that, you will not get through the ups and downs of YouTube. YouTube is a long-term game. It, I mean, it can happen overnight for some people, but most of the time it's a long-term thing. I mean, we've been doing this since 2015 and, you know, making videos for us is like brushing teeth. It's very automatic. It's very normal for us now. And that's what you need to develop because there are going to be days where you're not feeling it. There's going to be days where the, the analytics drop and there's going to be adpocalypse. Like there's going to be so many things that are going to go up and down that you need to just have your head on with the videos and just create, 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 and put yourself out there. Some great advice, guys. I hope you're taking notes. So do you think that there is still room for new creators on YouTube? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I, I mean, we, 
there's there's this whole thing where people feel like, oh, um, if I'm gonna talk about, I don't know, photography, if I want to start a photography YouTube channel, um, there's like a million there's other so people many doing other, it. Yeah, there's so many other photography channels out there. Like, how can I stand out? There's so much competition. Uh, we're in the social media space, people. Like, there are so many social media tutorials out there uh, on YouTube, and you really like you kind of have to have blinders to quote unquote competition it's not competition there is no competition there's room for everybody because you are bringing yourself to every single video so by that nature you are going to stand out you will be different because you are you you are unique you have a unique personality the way that you speak and explain things and are in the video is going to be completely different from the way that this person over here who talks about the same thing is going to explain it. Everybody has a different vibration and everybody connects to different vibrations. So we watch a lot of like motivational type stuff. For example, I really like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's a very out there personality. Farid doesn't like watching Gary Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk. She watches someone else. So it's like, but they all pretty much say the same message, but it's all the different vibrations that you connect with. So your vibration will be different from the other person's and that's okay because there will be people that will connect with you. I think that that is a great way to send us off into the world. How <laughs> can people follow you ladies on the YouTubes? Yeah, so our YouTube channel is called Esatino Artists, but you can, uh, Desiree, will you have links anywhere? Yeah, in you can find them in the show notes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so head over to that so you can know how to spell it because it might be difficult to hear it off. And because it is like a weird spelling, we created the domain imdreamdriven.com yes. and that will reroute to our YouTube channel. Exactly. So yeah. um, just go to imdreamdriven.com. Yeah, awesome. and uh, connect with us on there. Send us a message. Let us know what you think about our videos. Perfect. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us, ladies. I do appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing, and it's always helping the world. It's one, one person at a time, right? Thank you Absolutely. so much. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.